Would I have been more successful as a student? Probably, yeah, if I had set goals, that's true. Yeah, the goal of another person may not be the right goal for you. So for everybody that got out of bed today, <laughs> kudos to you. Good job. Yeah, good job. You are listening to the Student Life Podcast. I am Katinka van Kan, a student life coach, and in this podcast, I discuss different topics and challenges around life as a student. And I do this with students, teachers, and other professionals. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Student Life Podcast. This Student Life Podcast, we will talk about goals. How can you set the right goals for you? How can you make sure you achieve your goals? And why is it so difficult for us to decide where to go in life? With me today to talk about goals and goal setting is Simona. Welcome, Simona. And before we go into our conversation, what should we know about you? Thank you. Glad to be here. So I'm Simona. I come from Romania originally. And I've been in the Netherlands for seven years now, four years in Maastricht, and um, I'm a student coach. Student coach, hey, so we have something in common there. <laughs> it's lovely to talk to you today, and uh, I also love this topic. I talk about it all the time. Um, so we're going to talk about goals and goal setting and everything around that. So why does this topic interest you so much? I think it's a pretty essential topic for a coach. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the essence of what we do. And honestly, it's not something I did a lot of when I was younger or in school. I think nowadays um, the listeners will be familiar with goals, goal setting, smart goals and so on, because it's more talked about in schools and uni and so on. But it's not really something I did before. But a few years ago with uni, with being a student myself, um, I started hearing more about it and I realized like, yeah, it makes more sense to be a bit more intentional yeah. with what I do in life and my studies and my work. Is it something that you, now looking back maybe on your studies, feel like you missed out on? Would I have been more successful as a student? Probably, yeah, if yeah. I had set goals, that's true. Yeah, very important. So it is quite tricky, right, to set goals. Uh, like you say, it wasn't much talked about. I semi-agree with that, I think. Um, I studied social work, so it was very much a part of what we do as a social worker as well. You set goals with your clients and stuff like that. Um, but I definitely agree with you that for me personally, not as much. It was mainly just this list that you get every time you need to check <laughs> if you've done everything and then that's it. So the goal is to get the checklist done <laughs> and get your diploma. Um, but if we talk about personal development, it's a whole different game. So now, why is it so difficult to to set goals and to get young people or students to see the worth in that so two things that i notice most are one we just don't know sometimes i'll see students who don't have much insight into their own i wouldn't say weaknesses but areas of development let's say so they may be able to point out some strengths and say something is difficult but you're not always able to define what a goal is and i think other times we just fail because we are very general or it's it's just not a not a specific not a relevant not a time-bound goal right so this whole smart goals i think people (laughs) know more about them now but just to repeat for 
those of the listeners who maybe don't know what that stands for, it's an acronym for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. So saying like, I want to be a better person, I want to have success in my studies, isn't a smart goal in that definition. And um, I think a good example is I want to work out more. I've done that for myself. I've yeah. said that as a goal and it just, it doesn't work. Cause what does that even mean? Yeah. I always say, because uh, it's the same thing with coaching. We, I don't call it smart in my coaching, of course. I've got, I became very allergic to that <laughs> smart because you're just, it's thrown at you in school so much. Uh, but now afterwards, I do see the meaning of that. I always say, if you say you want to make more money, what's more, if you made a hundred bucks this week and you make 101 next week, that's more. Is that really what you want? No, I I completely understand. And you don't have to call it smart. It's one way to think about it, to make it specific, right? Or like just the way to visualize it. That's what we do in school a lot. But um, just to keep in mind those things that you have to break it down. And you can have a bigger goal, one that is very abstract. But you have to think, how does that look like in real life? How do I measure it? How do I say, like you said, next week, or in a year or two, how do I look back and say I was successful in this or not? Yeah. Because if it's just more, that is just so general. You can't know yeah. what that means. Same with less, right? Same with less. I want to lose weight. Okay, well, if you lose 500 grams, are you happy then? Is that what you wanted? Are you healthy then? Is that what you need? Yeah, very true. Well, I think we are uh, very much on the same page here. Can you t- maybe tell a bit more about why it is so important to uh, to use this, well, let's call it SMART, but to define your goal specifically? I think that's it, right? You have to be specific in what the goal is and when you want to achieve it. Why is that so important to do it that way? I think one of the reasons is also to avoid disappointment, honestly. I think at the end of a period of time where you were trying to be intentional and set goals and you thought you were doing the right thing, and then you, t- some time passes and you get there and you're like, I feel so disappointed in myself for not achieving that goal. And I think a very good way of avoiding that because that just sets you back. The way you feel after also having a to-do list and not getting it all done. The, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you feel like, oh, I'm a failure. I don't want to do this again. It doesn't work. But it didn't work because there's another way to do it that would help you be more specific for you yeah so it's not just about setting the right goals but also setting them in the right way yeah and if we talk about the right goals because this is something i see you talking about as well on your instagram page and you know when we talk about your coaching uh, so the student help coaching (laughs) that's it why is it difficult to set the right goals so if we know now you know, there's a certain way to define it, if you call it smart or call it specific or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, but there's a way to set goals in the right way. Um, but there's also the right goal for you, right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And maybe a big thing is that we just are so influenced by what we see in other people on social media around us. And it creates an image for what it means to be successful or what it means to be right or what it means to be a good person and you strive towards that because you want to better yourself that's normal we all want a purpose and yeah the goal of another person may not be the right goal for you yeah 
So how do we find the right goals for ourselves? Or if, if I'm a student and I'm listening now and I'm thinking, huh, Simona, <laughs> how do I know what is the right goal for me? Yeah, I think that's a good question. <coughs> and it's not always so clear, right? It involves a lot of reflection, really. A lot of sitting down and thinking. And I think it's important to bring other people, people who know you, into the um, equation. And maybe a person who can be also a bit more objective. So sometimes that's a coach, <laughs> sometimes it's somebody you pay, sometimes it's a friend or a family member. Yeah, somebody who can guide you a little bit through that process. But yeah, from friends and family, you can also hear a different perspective, things that maybe you're not so um, aware of or able to pay attention to. Yeah, because we get really blind, right? You get blind towards yourself, I guess, especially when you grow up and students are... I mean, 17, 18, up until the age of, I don't know, 30 <laughs> or even older these days, because you can study forever. Um, but you get really blindsided for your own process. This is something, I don't know if you recognize that with yourself or maybe with the students that you coach. I see it a lot with the students that I coach that at some point you just don't know, what are my thoughts? What do I actually think or feel? And there's all these things that you've been taught throughout your life in school by your friends, by your parents, by your family the teachers that we get uh, and then at some point it's just you don't know anymore who you need to listen to or, or what you actually want yourself and so where where do we start at the beginning of that process you think i want to set right goals in the right way for me what's the first step i think the first step is taking some quiet time so while i said earlier that it may be good to involve someone else to help you get a clearer perspective I think the most important one is to first see what you think about yourself and your yeah. situation. And because of all the influence that you mentioned, I think a good step is to create some silence around you, to take a break yeah. from what you're doing. And as much as you can look at it objectively, of course you can't fully do that. And that's fine. It is your life and they are your goals, so you are subjective by nature in that. Yeah, so that's very, very clear. At least to me, it's very clear what can happen in that process. So what if we take it like the other way? Um, if you're a student and you say, well, actually, fuck it. I don't care about goals. I don't want to do the smart thing anymore. I'm just going to not have goals ever. So how will that influence your life? Or will that influence your life in any way? So, of course, I can't say for every and each person specifically, because we all react in different ways. And maybe it's a time of your life when you need to care a bit less about everything and anything. Mm -hmm. So just fuck it all and then pick it back up again. But I think at some point, each human just, we need a purpose. That's just how we function. Yeah. To kind of stay sane <laughs> and go somewhere, we all just, we do have this sort of sense of meaning of purpose a search for something and that can be very abstract and very general so we want to break it down like to realize what it actually means for us and sometimes just the little things because goals don't have to be okay i'm gonna be successful in finishing law university <laughs> you know can be i just want to have my apartment cleaned in a better way, organized in a better way. I want to wake up in the morning at the same time. 
that gives you a sense of purpose of satisfaction with yourself just mm -hmm. that those little things sometimes it makes such a big difference when you can do something and be successful in it it, it makes you happy it just makes you like oh more confident like I can do this so if I can make my bed in the morning get up at the same time manage to eat healthy meals then I can go and tackle the bigger things yeah exactly I think a lot of the times we take too big big of a chunk out of life right you we all want to be successful or the goal that we have is to finish school to graduate to do that master's mm -hmm. to get a job to get an internship but and forget about this all the steps that you have to take to get there which also means that then you don't see all the work that you're already doing because getting up in the morning is quite a task. I think a lot of people out there um, can relate to that, that just getting up in the morning is something that we really have to do both physically and mentally. And it's not as easy as it sounds for some people. So for everybody that got out of bed today, <laughs> kudos to you. Good job. <laughs> yeah, good job. And yeah, like you say, it's about getting your room organized. Maybe that can really help. It, it creates mind space. It's gives you like a um, not just a peace of mind but also some clarity obviously in your room but then in the rest of your life as well and kind of it's, it's kind of infectious right if you start with these really small go goals and they have a positive influence on your life you'll see that you'll take bigger steps and other things in life will change as well positively hopefully definitely and yeah. if you're like me there might be some nights when you try to go to sleep and your brain is just suddenly so motivated to get your life together you want to do everything and that's at 1 30 in the morning it's not gonna work <laughs> yeah at 1 30 in the morning you're thinking about how you're gonna get fit you're gonna wake up really like on time every day your room is gonna be spectacular you're gonna make so much money you're gonna be great at keeping relationships and you just take all aspects of life um maybe start fantasizing about nobel prizes nothing is impossible in that sense but Come on, next day you're yeah. gonna wake up and realize, oh yeah, maybe, maybe I was <laughs> exaggerating a bit. Yeah, you're just tired about uh, thinking about it all. Right? It just makes you tired. Yeah, you <laughs> think of so many things. You have so many goals. You get none of them done. Yeah. Same with to-do lists. You put so many things down for that day, and you get overwhelmed. And at the end of the day, nothing gets done. So you coach uh, students with this, like, or you coach them with more things. I'm assuming, um, but this is like. A, kind of your thing, right? The goal setting, it's, it's what you love to do and what you do very well. Um, can you share maybe an experience that you've had with a student or maybe somebody that you know, or you're like, I really saw the difference from when they were just randomly going through life and then when we narrowed it down, set the right goals in the right way and how that can change your life. I can think of one student I had, she was feeling very insecure so she came, she had a pretty good idea with what she wanted help with. But they were these words, right? These areas of, I want to feel more confident. Mm -hmm. I am anxious. I have trouble connecting with people. And I worry a lot about things. But those are still just really not specific. Yeah, it's like a concept of something that you think you should be also. It points you in that direction. Yeah. I would say it like that. It's like an indicator. Okay, these are the areas. And then you start going smaller. So setting goals for her meant, and that's what we discussed in our first meeting, every week we're going to meet, we're going to talk about what's going on, and we're going to set a smaller goal for you for each week. So next week we can see how that went. So we would choose 
normally about two, maximum three things that you would do, specific actions. So one of the things that we figured we would try was keeping a journal that helped her. It doesn't help everyone. That's, mm. that's fine. I don't keep a journal. Or maybe it works for a time and then it doesn't. Right, yeah, I'm one of those people. Like, uh, yeah. oh, this, this is journaling season and then I go full on journaling for three weeks and then I don't touch it for five months, <laughs> which <Exactly>. is also fine. <laughs> and that's part of the goal setting. You have to reevaluate and see what works and what doesn't, yeah. right? So, but it's, it's um, setting sp very specific goals and actions that you're gonna do. So your question was, how I could see that difference afterwards. Yeah. yeah, so things just became a lot more specific for her. She suddenly had something she could definitely focus on, something she felt confident about doing. Mm. Because saying, oh yeah, I'm gonna make new friends, like be more social, she didn't feel confident about that. Yeah. But when we said, next week you're going to the open day of this university, your goal for that day is to talk to two people, introduce yourself and ask how they're doing and yeah. what their journey is and deciding their university degree. That she felt more confident in doing. And then she came back and said, yeah, I actually talked. I don't remember the number, but I think it was at least double that. Yeah. She did more than what she intended to do because once you get to that goal that is realistic and attainable, and you manage to do that, then you may be more confident in actually doing even more. <laughs> yeah. It's also instant growth. Uh, what you're saying now, I recognize that so much and I see it all the time, that if you finally get somebody to set a small enough goal, uh, where they're like, okay, and that is already out of your comfort zone, right? So it's already a step for her, I bet, like talking to two people that you do not know and asking them, what are you doing in your life? That's quite a, quite a big step. Um, but I if you talk to the first one, then you already took such a big step and it's instant growth. So then you're going to talk to the second one, which makes you more confident. And then the third one's going to be fun. So right there, like it's such a, such a step in life and in your personal development, which is really awesome to see if the goal would have been talk to 10 people, it takes like five times a really big, heavy step to be halfway. Right. And then you still have to do a lot of work and then maybe you end up talking to seven and then give up and then you didn't achieve it. So it's right that failure. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's really awesome. Thank you for <laughs> sharing that. What would be your tip if anybody's listening and they're like, I don't know where to start. I don't know how to make these small goals or realistic goals or how to set them in the, in the right way. Um, yeah, where would you say they can start? So uh, maybe the right answer is to get a coach. Yeah, um, perhaps I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's a lot of reflection and sometimes that's a goal in itself i think it should always be personally i think that's a goal for each and every individual <laughs> to be better at reflecting on oneself and that's again something maybe you do in schools maybe teachers or professors or parents have tried to get you to be better at that and maybe you're just not that great at being self-aware or maybe you are self-aware i've known a lot of people who you would say their strength is self-awareness and they do nothing with it yeah so i'm sorry to say yeah. but if you're the most self-aware person and that 
doesn't do anything to make a change in your life, then it's kind of for nothing. You're still missing a step, yeah. And we do, I mean, we do laugh at you saying get a coach because we are both coaches, obviously. So, of course, that is the right answer for us. But I do think there's something important in that um, to get support, to get help, um, which is something that people wait for a long time. Also, I mean, when you start studying, at least here in the Netherlands, the average age is 17. Some people start when they're 16. Uh, you should not be able to be self-aware yet. <laughs> like Physically, your no. brain is not there, and it gets there maybe when you're 20, if you're lucky. Uh, so it's fine that you cannot figure out all these things on your own. And I think coaching is also obviously why I started coaching, because it helped me so much after my studies. Uh, it's very different than therapy or a psychologist. Um, and it's really, if, you, if we talk about these topics like goal setting and where do I begin and what are these small steps, then I think that is the right way to go. And that can be, you know, private coach. It can be maybe a coach or a counselor in school or at a university. Uh, it can be somebody that's your mom's friend that happened to also be a coach or whatever. Or maybe your best friend is, has some coaching skills. But get somebody that knows how to support you in that and, and you know, guide you through these steps. Because nobody can do it alone. I don't know about you, Simona, but I get coaching myself still every now and then when I just get stuck on something or like, this is taking me too much effort. I call one of my friends, I'm like, hey, can you give me a session and just give me that push? We all need that push sometimes, right? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. I agree with that. And it's it's not shaming anyone for not being reflective enough. It's, yeah. it's yeah. really not about that. And I think getting support, just yeah. getting support. Yeah, yeah I agree. Mm. Oh yeah, you don't have to, That's that's the thing, right? If you, get that support and goal setting not at the time when you feel already completely lost yeah <laughs> let's prevent that the, from I happening that's probably and i think we both agree we're very much keen on preventative measures care in whatever it is whether it's yeah i mean in the, in the work that we do that's the point a person is in a point of their life where they can set goals they're feeling something could go better but if you keep waiting and waiting on getting support and you think no I can do this by myself I don't need any kind of help and whether it's you know like you said whether it's paid or it's it's a friend or you reach out to somebody who works for the university whatever your means are whatever is accessible to you yeah. don't wait too long if you feel like you could just talk to someone do that there's so many initiatives here in Maastricht and I know in other cities as well for students do a google search ask around don't feel ashamed to reach out for help yeah definitely I 1000% uh, agree with that I mean I love psychologists and therapists and I think they're doing a great job and it's really important to go to one if you really need it but I would also love if we could prevent that from happening because I've also I talked to a lot of students where I'm like if you would have just reached out maybe two three months ago and I wouldn't have to refer you to a psychologist before you can get coaching. So. They're also yeah. not mutually exclusive. No, definitely not. No, no, I it's agree a with you. Different type. Of it's a different yeah. approach. Yeah, and that's what I really love about coaching. I do plan at some point to maybe continuing the journey on becoming a psychologist. But at the moment, I really like coaching so much. I think I'll probably keep it, <laughs> even if I do you become a psychologist. Yeah. I can do both. 
I just like the the focus on action and in the present time. Yeah. Just where are you now, and where do you need to get? But not in thirty years. Where do you need to get in a few months, in a couple of years, maybe even less, a few weeks? Yeah. I yeah. know you offer the, the shorter um, packages of sessions yeah. because yeah. sometimes it's so effective. Just in a few sessions, you already you're done. Yeah. You know what to Four do. Four five sessions. It's like all right, <laughs> and then yeah. one extra to wrap it up, and there you go. Then you're ready for the rest of your life. Oh, the rest of your studies, let's not say life. <laughs> it, it helps you with the tools you need. Maybe at another point, because life is like this, not cyclical fully, you. but yeah. goes up and down and comes in stages. And, you know, yeah. you're in a stage of life now and in 10 years, maybe you're back in it. Different circumstances, different people, but the same kind of crisis, let's say. <laughs> yeah. But now, this time, the second time, you may remember the tools that a coach helped you with the first time around the the tools that they offered you and the tools that you learned from them and with them because I feel like I learned so much from the people I coach as well it's not a one-way street and I'm not a teacher yeah yeah absolutely so let's look into that near future and well when we're recording it's going to be in two weeks hopefully when people are listening it's not there yet but otherwise well Maybe we'll see you next time. The Energizer event is coming up. So you're going to do an Energizer talk around this topic. Can you tell us a little bit about that, what we can expect from you as a speaker on the event? So I believe the talk is called Pursuit of Happiness. And yes, it is a reference to the movie. (laughs) And yes, it also related to goal setting, of course. And I think for this topic of happiness, It is another word that's very broad and very general and difficult to really pinpoint what it means. And I think for a lot of people, it can mean something else. But I think for most of us, when we think about what we want in life, we just want to be happy. Um, So in my talk, my goal is (laughs) to tell you a bit about how pursuing happiness can lead to the opposite effect of being happy so i find this paradox of the more you really pursue being happy the less happy you are and yeah we're gonna see what we can do to avoid that and it's not just talking right you're also gonna do gonna involve you guys all right (laughs) for sure i don't like just talking at people for half an hour that's boring who wants that yeah so there's things that are gonna happen during your talk all right i'm very much looking forward to it um yeah drop your socials where can we find you online how can people reach out to you if there's somebody listening that's thinking huh i need to set different goals in a different way where can they find you so the instagram at the moment is set up and that's studenthelp.coach and the website is under construction but studenthelp.nl because that's just really easy yeah um but mainly it's going to be student help coach or a variation of that all right well let's uh, stick with instagram for now yeah Uh, i'll uh, i'll put it in the description as well so people can find and click there please do so and if you haven't got a ticket to the energizer event yet go get one and join see you on this talk thank you so much for talking to me and uh, i'll see you at the event in two weeks looking forward
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Student Life Podcast. Do you know another topic that you feel needs to be discussed? Or is there maybe a challenge in your student life you would like to talk about? Well, don't wait any longer and get in touch with me. You can send an email to info at vancancoaching.com or find Student Life Coaching on Instagram and Facebook. And maybe I will talk to you in the next episode of the Student Life Podcast.